Raiding the Kingdom, episode 117, live at the NFL Draft in Kansas City. Coach and I are on site in KC, ready to rock. Coach, I'd ask you if you're good, but I kind of know you're good because we're in the same room. But Yeah, this is this is finally our first live podcast together. So I'm here. <laughs> here. Which is awesome. Hopefully it's coming up okay here on this podcast now. But yeah, we're about an hour away from going back to uh, going out of Union Station. City and into uh, West Bank and seeing, seeing the draft live, being a, being a media member and all that. So it's, uh, it's cool. It's exciting. Uh, we've experienced some good AC barbecue already today. Delicious. Fantastic. You did not oversell. Yeah. And that was actually the first time I've been to Jack Stack's uh, barbecue, man. It was good. I got some, got some pulled pork and some uh, brisket and some beans. So hopefully that doesn't affect me later. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all good. We're, we're ready to rock. We, uh, you know, we're obviously monitoring, um, you know, everything on NFL Network, ESPN right now, see if there's anything uh, coming across the bottom line, just see if there's any fun, exciting rumors happening. But we don't know that yet. So we're, we're here to predict and see what craziness is about to occur. For sure. And uh, you can definitely feel the vibe in the city. I mean, it's my first time in the city, but there are fans of every team all over the place. We took a quick trip out to Jiha Stadium. I did attempt to urinate on the building. Coach stopped me. Um, But there was also a plethora of uh, Chiefs fans out there that probably would have assisted him as well. So I think that that move was for the best. Um, But, you know, we talked to a Broncos fan out here. We're seeing Vikings, Packers, Jets. What was the one jersey you saw that kind of frightened you, kind of alarmed you out there? Oh, yeah. I saw the only time in my life I saw a Trent, Red- Trent Richardson Colts jersey, and I was absolutely baffled by that. Um, I didn't say anything to him because I didn't want to, like, people get their feelings hurt really quick nowadays, so I didn't want to, like, offend the guy. But I was like, are you the only one that has this jersey, like, in existence, period? I think he probably is the only one who has it. So Trent Richardson, the, the running back, who's a top five pick who by Cleveland, who just was an absolute pail of garbage. And he didn't even make out a training camp with the Raiders. That says enough as it is. So saw his jersey. That's by far been the most craziest I've seen. Just in, not just today, just in recent times. Yeah, that's a bold move to say the least. So, uh, but it's nice just to see the at the city is excited for the draft. We're pumped. Uh, we'll be heading down to Union Station in um, about a half an hour. But we just want kind of want to give you guys our take on what's going on right now. And the rumors and speculation is just literally out of control, batshit bananas. Excuse my French. Uh, so we're kind of ready for that to be done and for the picks to finally come in. Coach and I may have made a side bet about whether or not Hendon Hooker goes in the first. That's a story for another day. But right now, we're really focused on it's going to come down to what Coach and I have been talking about all week so far is it's going to come down to those top two picks. Really, the Houston Texans, what do you say? The spiral, or you described it well, what's going to happen depending on what they do oh, with their yeah. pick. I think, like, uh, you know, excuse my friend, but the shit storm that would occur if, um, you know, the Texans do decide to quarter- take the quarterback. Because I think at this point, a lot of people think that the uh, Texans are not going to be drafting the quarterback. A lot of people think that they're going to, you know, DeMarco Ryans is their coach, like we talked about on previous episodes, him being a big defensive-minded guy. Um, that's how he wants to start the, the rebuild of this team. Because, um, you know, like, I was listening to other shows, you know, it wasn't that long ago the Texans were the class of the uh, AFC South. I mean, they were consistently winning division titles and... And uh, were kind of like the um, the uh, the one everyone was chasing, and now they have obviously had a couple seasons of not great football. Um, so I think if they decide to take their quarterback, you know, depending on if that's Stroud, you know, will, who, Richard, who knows? 
what quarterback they have in mind. And we're not even positive that Bryce Young's going to go one. That's that's nothing's official yet. So um, I think if they draft a quarterback, that's going to throw everything into a fury because then there's just going to be like two guys left that people are going to want to have to trade up for in Arizona. Um, it's going to behoove them, I think, to uh, to trade that pick and to get some more guys in there because you know, you're not getting Kyler Murray back until probably mid to late season. They're not going to be a very good team. They're probably going to be a top two pick next year um, and just add to that because, you know, you got to build through the draft. So uh, I think the chaos is, uh, you know, we're at, you know, two o'clock central time, two fifteen. Um, the chaos is just beginning and uh, we're going to, we're going to be there at the forefront and just witness this live. And that's just going to be something that I don't think either of us will ever forget when we started doing this podcast, ever really imagined that we'd be down in a media area in Kansas city for the draft, but here we are. And we're trying to bring some live um, fire content there too. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll post on social medias and stuff, but uh, we're probably going to do like a live stream, Twitter-wise, the Twitter spaces, so people can uh, ask us questions and uh, we can uh, try and provide you with the best answer. Exactly. So we're, you know, obviously we're going to be in the mix of all the speculation and the rumors once we get down there, um, you know, to where the media is set up and we're in our, our workroom getting getting ready for these prospects to, you know, come out after the selections are made. Uh, it's just going to be an electric and crazy atmosphere, but... Coach, I figured maybe we're, you know we've done our mock drafts, we did our our rapid fire draft, but I figured let's give let's give the people how we think we truly think the top five is going to go, and then we're going to give you guys our dream scenario of two picks for the Chiefs and for the Raiders. So I'll give you my top five, what I think is genuinely going to happen, and then uh, and then you know we'll go from there. So I'm going to go with Bryce Young to the Panthers at one. I'm going to go with Will Anderson at two. Um, Will Anderson at two to the uh, the Texans. Cardinals are going to trade out. I'm going to say the Raiders are going to fly up to three and take C.J. Stroud. The Colts are going to take Will Levis at four, and the Seahawks are going to grab Jalen Carter at five. That is my solidified top five prediction. Okay, I like that. Um, so I guess we're going to include trades. Uh, I'm going to do all. Yep, do what you must. Every all. All hand, everything's a go. Everything's go for it. Uh, everything's a go. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna still go with Bryce Young as the uh, number one pick. The second pick, I am going to go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech. The end. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know, what I'm. You know, we're obviously. You know, like all of you are scanning Twitter, and a lot of people think that like just his between his wingspan and his just freakish athletic ability. Um, despite you know Will Anderson being almost as as, as much of an athletic freak as Tyree Wilson is, and being a two-time SEC Defensive Player of the Year, that um, the Texans will take a take a Texas boy and uh, make him the number two pick. I, I don't know what gut it could go either way, but I, I you know I really believe the Texans are going to be in here. It's like oh, it's, it's such a huge piece. Um, for for a team just to to gotta get to the quarterback. Um, number three, I think the uh, I think ultimately I think the Titans are gonna trade up to number three and uh, and select Anthony Richardson. Um, I think you know I'll go with my boy uh, Ryan Leaf, who, who I also predicted that C.J. Stroud going to the um, going to the uh, Colts at number four, and I think the number five pick uh, will be Will Anderson. Will go to the uh, will go to the Seahawks and uh, you know help solidify that defense as well. So there, I think there's a lot of chaos in front of us. Um, I don't think you could uh, think some previous drafts. You could pretty much put a relative guarantee that you know who at least the top three picks would be. This year we really have um, we have no idea. So I'm, I'm all about the chaos. I'm all about the craziness, and uh, I'm ready to see what uh, what happens. I'm still. I feel like both those are extremely realistic. Could go either way. So I have a bit of mic, uh, mic issues here in the working out in the same room. This is a new one for us. But uh, 
I could I could see that scenario happening as well. I didn't, obviously don't really want it to go that way. I want the Colts to stick with the prediction everyone else thinks they're going to take, which is Will Levis. Um, but you know who knows? We're going to see, and then we'll give our our top two picks for the first round. Realistic top two picks. Um, so you know, Coach saw me drooling over a Will Anderson interview and some tape earlier today. Um, but I don't think he'll be within reach really by by any stretch of the imagination. I'm going to go with my number two pick. I'm going to say Jalen Carter. Obviously, he has some, you know, D tackle. Obviously, he's got his off-field issues. Vegas is not a great place to work out your off-field issues. But the the issues are well known now. The Raiders did not know that Damon Arnett or Henry Ruggs were going to do what they ended up doing. We know what Jalen Carter's issues are. He just has to be surrounded with the right people. And I think a corner would be an instant impact maker on defense but i think where we're really struggling raiders were second to last in sacks last year with 27 i think they were just above the bears with chandler jones and max crosby just unacceptable so with some interior help with jalen carter that would instantly be one of the best defensive lines in the league um so he would be an impact impacts you know starter in the front seven which is where like that's the trenches that's where we really need to get get gritty and and change things so jalen carter would be a dream pick for me and then that was number two. Number one, I'm going to say C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback. I talked to Coach today. If Jimmy G is the starter with his only competition is Brian Hoyer, I think the Raiders' ceiling is six games next year, six six wins, none of which will be against uh, the Chiefs or Chargers. Um, so, you know, I think that they need to make that move. If he doesn't fall in the top two, the Raiders have to move up and try to take him off the board because um, everyone else is going to be chomping at the bit. I'm excited about this S2 test score nonsense because that just means there's a chance that some teams will be a little more nervous to take him, which would hopefully work out, um, you know, in, in our favor. So that those are my top two dream realistic picks. You know, I, I would love Will Anderson, Coach, and I talked about it. Him opposite Crosby and Chip Chandler Jones off perhaps. That would be great, but I just don't think he's going to make it out of the top two. I think C.J. Stroud and Jalen Carter are far more realistic options for the Raiders at seven with the option of moving up a couple spots if need be. Um, So those are my two. Coach, let's hear who you would hope the Chiefs could take, even if it's a a bit of a trade-up. Forgot about the mute button. Sorry about that. Uh, So for me, um, I would say, you know, number two would be – I don't necessarily know who went to uh, Zay Flowers. I think Zay Flowers very well could end up being the first wide receiver taken, um, but I'm going to hold out hope that he, uh, the Chiefs are able to get him. I think he would be dynamic in the offense along with Kadarius, uh, Kadarius, Kadarius Tony, <laughs> and uh, Sky Moore. Kadarius, yeah, Kadarius. Um, and, and then, then uh, what, what else? else? I, I, I think, think Will McDonald. I love Will McDonald. I, I think, think he's, he's an athletic freak. 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 And uh, I think, I think he, he would promote next to Rod is Chris Jones, and that defense uh, would add another dynamic athletic playmaker to them. And uh, I think he's you know, kind of probably towards the end of the first round, and I think he'd be a, he'd be a good pick for Casey as well. There's you know some offensive linemen I like too, uh, but I think we can also get some of them in the second round. I'd love Paris Johnson take that left tackle or potentially the right tackle spot, but he won't he won't last that long. Um, so realistically, I'll say Zay Flowers, and I'll say Will McDonald. Both two realistic picks, both in positions of need. So I totally agree with the two of those. And and not to hate on any prospects, because if you're a Raider, you're a Raider. If you're a Chief, you're a Chief. Co- coach accepts you, and I, I accept them as well. But uh, there are a couple picks that I, I'm not super excited about that are being mocked to the Raiders right now. As I said, I'm not going to be upset about a corner. It's not going to like rock my world. Um, I'm not a big 
Peter Skronsky fan. I'd rather trade down and maybe get Paris Johnson. And then I've been very vocal. Uh, Connecticut guy, Will Levis, like that. But besides that, I, I'm just not sure he's a, a Raider by design. So I'll just I'll, I'll say that much about him. But if, if Will Levis or Peter Skronsky, the offensive tackle slash going to be an NFL guard, are selected, I'm not going to be the happiest camper. Coach is going to have to deal with me for a little bit on that one. Coach, are there two prospects that you – we won't say you wouldn't welcome because we're going to welcome everybody, but that wouldn't exactly uh, – you know, shoot your socks off your feet if the uh, the Chiefs, you know, call their name at 31. Uh, someone we talked about yesterday, and actually there was, interestingly enough, there was a uh, tweet put out by an individual that uh, was drafted here a couple of years ago. The Super Bowl, uh, Idaho Tiller had a heartbreak emoji, so I don't know what that means. You know, people like to um, put things out on Twitter and, you know, just try and get people talking. But Jameer Gibbs, I, I, I don't think – I think he's going to be very good, and I think he very well could go before the Chiefs pick. I think there will be two running backs potentially. I know, obviously, Bijan. Robinson, a thousand percent, he could be a top ten pick. Um, but uh, Gibbs, I, I don't want, I don't want another first round running back unless it's the Bijan Robinson's they pick. Hundred percent, him and Pacheco together be uh, disgusting. Um, as far as another pick goes, um, that's a tough one. I would say, like, if Hendon Hooker fell to us, I, 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 I don't want Hendon Hooker. Oh, you don't say, because Chris Collinsworth seems to think that he is coming to KC at number thirty-one. You disagree. Worth for uh, you know being a member of Sunday Night Football and um, you know being a bangle. Uh but um, yeah, I, I don't want Hinton Hooker. It makes no sense. Uh, you know, your you know first round picks are valuable, and we got to you know like we talked about last week, Blaine Gabbert's a more than serviceable uh, uh, backup quarterback, and uh, we got we got Patty, we got Patty Mac. You know, we don't you know we don't need it. Um, plus, you want to Hinton Hooker. You know, had a great season this year. He's older. He doesn't need to sit behind Patrick Mahomes. He needs to you know go out there and, and earn, a start, earn a starting job. It, it makes no sense to be a first round pick as a uh, as a backup unless you got somebody like you know. Um, like a Kirk Cousins, or you got an incumbent that maybe is going to be there a year or two more. You don't want to take a hint and hooker. That's just a waste. And granted, the Chiefs are, I think, in a very good position as far as like their um, uh, their uh, the players they have, but they're not good enough. They're not. They don't need hint and hooker. We'll just leave it at that. They're good enough, but they don't need to waste it on a quarterback. There's plenty of other spots they can improve on. And backup quarterback is is not not. So I'm glad I'm glad that we have Lane Gabbert. I want to win the I want to win our bet, but I don't want the Chiefs. even. I'll, I'll gladly pay the money if it comes down to Hen and Hooker being the last pick of the first round. The Chiefs not taking him and me paying you than the other way around. So uh, yeah, no Hen and Hooker, but wish him the best. Just not. Yeah, I, I think that uh, we were just talking about Brett Veach's legacy as a GM off camera and. Uh, that wouldn't ruin his legacy, but it would definitely call some things into question, kind of like Brian Gutekunst and the Jordan Love pick. Like the kid is just starting now and it's his fourth season, I believe, fourth or they extended. I don't know if they did his fifth year option, but um, I wouldn't really say a quality, quality selection. So, uh, you know, that's that's really all we have, Coach and I. Unfortunately, we made this a sh- very short episode because we have to uh, get ready ourselves to head down to. Uh, to KC to get this, this party started. And uh, it's not even a party for us. It's a work day, but we're, we're going to bring you as much content as we can. So keep on the Twitter, get your draft bets in on underdog with promo code RTK, positive 200. They'll match it. Uh, You know, if you think you, your mock draft is on point, bet on some of your picks and make some money, hopefully. And, uh, or you'll be like coach and have to pay me 10 bucks when Hendon Hooker is selected in anything, but the first round coach, anything for the people before you and I head down to the madness. Yeah, yes. so one more thing. 
I would say this. I would say, you know, obviously enjoy the draft. Utilize underdog, um, especially with that code RTK. You know, put $100 in, get $100. You know, win yourself uh, enough money to uh, go to the draft next year because it's definitely an experience. I would say this, and we talked about this earlier, and uh, I'll get with uh, Brennan on this, is that, you know, read, do some retweets for us. and do We're, we're going to put out there for the contest for the draft app of your choice. You know, specifically, this is obviously a Raider and Chief podcast, but, um, you know, retweet favorite. Uh, this this next episode for the chance to win a uh, win a hat, um, and uh, this might be coming at you too late for you to guys even <laughs> for you guys to retweet this, but we'll put it out there. We'll 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 send out a hat to one of our uh, loyal listeners, and um, yeah, send one out, and uh, yeah, do it up for Chiefs. All right, everyone, RTK live at the twenty twenty three NFL Draft. We'll be coming at you with updates, news, photos, videos, etc., all night long. RTK, baby. Enjoy the draft.